Hello and welcome to the Christomartic Podcast. My name is Jude Jonathan. Today, we'll be considering the Reading Christian Church of God Sunday School Manual under the lesson 51. And the topic for lesson 51 is the Millennial Reign. The Millennial Reign. So, this is a continuation from the eschatology topics that we've been looking at from weeks past and it is my prayer that the lord will widen and broaden the understanding of these topics in our hearts in the name of jesus but before we do that let us pray father thank you for another opportunity to continue in this series oh god we pray that even as we look into your word father that you will help us to be partakers in the first resurrection And Lord, that you will help us to reign with Christ a thousand years, even as he's appearing in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, uh, the topic again for today's Sunday School is the Millennial Reign. And our memory verse will be taken from the book of Revelation, chapter 20, verse 6. Revelation, chapter 20, verse 6. Blessed and holy is he that had part in the first resurrection. On such the second death had no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ, and shall reign with him a thousand years. I'll take that again. Revelation, chapter 20, verse 6. Blessed and holy is he that had part in the first resurrection. On such the second death death had no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ, and shall reign with him a thousand years. A Bible passage for today's Sunday school will be taken from the book of Revelations chapter 20 verses 1 to 10. Revelations chapter 20 verses 1 to 10, and I read, Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, having the keys out to the bottomless pit, and a great chain in his hand. He laid hold of the dragon, that serpent of old, who is the devil and Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. And he cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal on him, so that he should not deceive the nation no more till the thousand years were finished. But after these things, he must be released for a little while. And I saw thrones, and they sat on them and judgment was committed to them then i saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for the witness to jesus and for the word of god who had not worshipped the beast or his image and had not received this mark on their foreheads or on their hands and they lived and reigned with christ for a thousand years but the rest of the dead did not live again until the thousand years were finished this is the first resurrection Blessed and holy is he who has part in the first resurrection, over such the second death has no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ, and shall reign with him a thousand years. Now when the thousand years has expired, Satan will be released from his prison, and will go out to deceive the nations which are in the four corners of the earth. Gog and Magog together themselves together to battle, whose number is the, as the sands of the sea. They went up 
on the breadth of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saint and the beloved city and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. The devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Amen. Praise God. So before we go into the review of this passage where we just read, let us look at this topic by introduction. Now, the millennial reign of Christ, otherwise known as a thousand years, is a glorious kingdom of Christ on earth after his return from the Armageddon. So the Armageddon is the place in which God will collect together his enemies for destruction. The Bible speaking in the book of Revelation 16 verse 16 clearly states that he will gather them together in a place called in Hebrew tongue the Armageddon. Praise God. So the millennial reign will begin at the end of the tribulation period and elapse before the emergence of the new earth and the new heaven. The Bible also confirms that in the book of Revelation chapter 21 verse 22, chapter 21 verse 1 and 2. So during the 1000 years of Christ's reign on earth, Satan will be bound with chains and kept in the bottomless pit just like we saw in our Bible text today. Some tribulation saints, who are these tribulation saints? These are the people who um were not able to make it uh, for the rapture, but remained on earth and didn't receive the mark of the beast, or were they, you know, um, deceived by the counterfeit Jesus? They will survive to live with their terrestrial bodies into the millennial kingdom, according to the book of First Corinthians, chapter fifteen, verse forty, which set a contrast between the two type of bodies we have. We have the terrestrial body and the celestial body. So the terrestrial body is the body in which those uh, so-called the tribulation saints will live on into the millennial kingdom with. Then the saints coming with Christ will come with a glorified body, which is also known as the celestial body, and they will reign over the cities and the people on the earth. Praise God. Hallelujah. So that's what the millennial reign will be all about. Praise God. So quickly, let's look at again uh, Revelation chapter 20 verses 1 to 10. So we're going to just pick a few verses and then we'll go into the the um the teaching for today so the end of the devil is near just like we've seen in our bible text where we just read the bible also uh, in that place verse 1 down to 3 was saying and i saw an angel come down from heaven having the key of the bottomless feet and explained how that angel had a great chain in his hand and how he laid hold on the dragon, which is the old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and he bound him for a thousand years and cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal upon him till a thousand years shall be fulfilled. Can you imagine one day when Satan would no longer or would not be able to deceive the people here on earth, such day will be glorious. Imagine such a day. 
it will be a sin-free day for, imagine it for a month, imagine it for a year, 10 years, 100 years, and even a thousand years where they will be sin-free. No one will be able to tell a lie, no one will be able to jilt or cheat his neighbor. Everything just flowing, you know, 1,000 years of peace, 1,000 years of justice, 1,000 years of holiness, 1,000 years of righteousness, go on and on and on and on and on to mention, you know. Ah, that is what the millennial reign stands for. It's my prayer that we will not miss it in the name of Jesus. So, without much ado, we are going to be looking at two lesson outlines. The first one is the nature of the millennial. And the second lesson outline we are going to be looking at in today's teaching is the blessing of the millennial. Praise God. So, quickly, let's look at the nature of the millennial. So, but before we talk about the nature of the millennial, what is the millennium? What is the millennium? So the millennium is the regeneration time when Christ will rule the world for 1,000 years. I'll take that again. The millennium is the regeneration time when Christ will rule the world for 1,000 years. The Bible speaking in the book of Matthew chapter 19, verse 28, says that Jesus was speaking there and he said, Verily I say unto you that ye which have followed me in the regeneration when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, ye shall sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. So we see Jesus talking about that time, which is the regeneration time. It is called the millennium. Praise God. So, quickly, let's look at what the uh, the nature of the 1,000 year reign will look like. What the nature of it will be, praise God. So we're going to be looking at it from uh, different uh, views. So number one, what will it look like? What is the nature of the 1,000 year reign? Number one, there will be restitution of all things. That's what we will see, restitution of all things. The Bible was speaking about in the book of uh, Acts chapter 3, verse 21. It said that whom the heaven must receive until the time of restitution of all things which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. So we see there in that place the restitution of all things. That's, that's the nature, one of the nature, one of the things we will see at the 1,000 year reign, restitution of all things, where the, you know, mention it. Number two, we are going to see all things will be restored to the original state. So when we talk about the original state, we're talking about that first time, that reset, reset back to the events of the Garden of Eden, when there was no corruption, where there was no sin, when there was no limitation, where there was nothing, you know, man was created in that original state that carries the nature and the image of God without corruption. So all things will be restored to the original state. So number three, what is the nature of that 1000 year reign? Number three, say Christ shall be manifested in his kingdom which shall reign forever. So in the Old Testament, we see a reflection of that in the book of 2 Samuel chapter 7 verse 16. It says, and thine house and thy kingdom shall be established forever before thee, and thy throne shall be established forever. So we see that Christ 
shall be manifested in his kingdom, and that kingdom shall be established forever. Praise God. So number four, what is the nature of that 1,000 year reign that we are talking about right now? Number four says, Christ will descend from heaven with the raptured saints and his angel. So if you look at the book of Revelation chapter 19, verses 11 to 17, explains further, but a caption is verse 14 that says, and the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen and white and clean. So he would descend with his armies. He would descend and that army will be a combination of the saints and the angels. That, the saints that were raptured and the angels. Praise God. So number five, what are we going to see uh, at that 1,000 year reign? That we're going to see that Canaan will be possessed for an everlasting possession by Christ according to God's covenant with Abraham. So if we look at the Bible in the Old Testament, God made a covenant with Abraham and promised that he was going to give him and his seed the land that they are strangers in according to Genesis chapter 17 verse 8 for an everlasting possession for an everlasting possession and God himself said I will be their God in that land so when you look at when we go forward into the New Testament we see in the book of Galatians chapter 3 verse 16 where the Bible was saying that now to Abraham and his seeds where the promised land made he said not uh, to his seed and to many that God and he was talking about that his seed as which is Christ. So we see that that day, on that day, we are going to see that um, Canaan will be possessed. Canaan is that land upon which spiritually is, you know, that place where Genesis explains it as that land that flows with milk and honey. Praise God. So Christ will be the one. He will be the seed of Abraham uh, that will possess that land. Praise God. So number six now, uh, the nature of that 1,000 year reign. What we will see is that Christ will take possession of David's kingdom according to God's covenant with David. Now in the Old Testament, God made a covenant with David in the book of 2 Samuel chapter 7 verse 8, 8 to 16. God made a covenant with him that he was going to establish his throne forever. And God also told him that out of his seed uh, will, will he give the kingdom Praise God. Now that kingdom I was talking about was not the earthly kingdom per se, but it's talking about Jesus Christ coming to take David's kingdom and according to God's covenant. So we see in the book of Acts chapter 2 verses 29 to 32, it was saying there uh, that 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 uh, Christ was going to come, it will, it will be raised up and he will take back that same throne. So in verse 30, he says, Therefore, being a prophet, talking about David as a patriarch, and knowing that God has sworn with an oath to him that of the fruit of his loins, according to the flesh, he would raise up Christ to sit on his throne. So that's what we're going to see. We're going to see Christ raised up and he will take the kingdom. David's throne, and by the reason of the covenant, he will reign. Praise God. So number seven. So uh, number seven. We're going to be talking about how Christ will manifest in number seven. Don't forget, we're still talking about the nature of that 1,000-year reign. So we'll see Christ manifest in different 
way. So we're going to see him manifest as the king of righteousness. According to the book of Isaiah chapter 32 verse 1, say, Behold, the king shall reign in righteousness. No, but we are going to see Christ manifest as the king of Israel. And John chapter 12 verse 13 explains that better. And he was talking about that time when the people did a very small practice and they didn't know they were actually fulfilling the gospel by saying and crying, Hosanna, blessed is the king of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. So we're going to see him appear also on that day in that 1,000 millennial reign, 1,000 year reign. We're going to see him appear as the king of Israel. Number three, how will Christ manifest? Don't forget we're still talking about the nature, but under point seven, we're talking about how Christ will manifest. He will manifest as the king of kings. When you look at Revelation 19 verse 6, it explains that better. And he wrote there that one of the things that will be written on his on his uh, crown, on his tie, will be the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So Christ will also ex- will also appear or will exist as the King of all the whole earth. We look at Zechariah chapter fourteen verse nine explains that. Then Christ also will appear or will exist as a great God. He will appear as a he will manifest as a great God. Revelation chapter 19 verse 17. The B part says, come and gather yourself together unto the supper of the great God. So lastly, lastly, one of the nature of that 1000 year reign that we're going to see is Israel will be regarded from the nations, converted and restored to the land under the rule of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. And Matthew chapter 24 verse 31 does justice to explain that and he said, and he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end to of heaven through the other. So Israel will be regarded. So when we talk about Israel, I'm talking about the uh, the present day Israel. We're talking about the elects of God, the chosen children of God, the chosen ones of God. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So we've seen different nature of that 1000 year reign. So let's quickly look at the blessing of the millennial reign. So and uh, if we need to see this, we need not if we we need to be present to see this 1000 year and reign with Christ. And we will do that. We will do that by the grace of God. It's my prayer for me and for you in the name of Jesus. We will not miss this reign. We will reign with Christ in Jesus name. Amen. So quickly, let's look at the blessing of the millennium. Praise God. So the blessings are numerous. They are innumerable, but we're going to look at some of them, uh, what they include. Number one is, one of the blessings is that there's going to be a a theocratic government where God is the ruler through Jesus Christ. And the apostles and the saints from Adam to the millennial shall reign with him in that same time. So one of the blessings is we're going to see it theocratic government. It's a theocratic government. It's a government that is uh, that has divine control. That is God or a deity. Let me just use the word God because I'm talking about God himself. God is the person that actually controls that government and their law is built on the law of God. That's what we mean by a theocratic government where God is the ruler through Christ and the apostles and the saints 
from Adam to the millennial shall reign with him. That's one of the blessings. You know, it's it's a great opportunity. I cannot wait for that day when we reign side by side with Christ. Praise God. Isaiah chapter 2, verse 2 to 4 was explaining better, but I'll just take 3 and 4 and say that many shall go and say, Come ye, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us his ways and will walk in his path. For out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. And he shall judge among the nations and shall rebuke many people. And they shall beat up their swords to plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. I look forward to that day when nation will not rise against nations again yeah and no one every lane of war in the heart of people will fade away so the second blessing what is second blessing of the millennia there will be a perfect environment physically and spiritually there will be a perfect environment spiritually and physically it will not be an environment that is filled with hate with 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 wickedness but rather there will be it, it will be a perfect, perfect environment. Praise God. Number three, one of the blessings is of the millennia is that it will be a time of peace in the entire kingdom because the Prince of Peace will be reigning. So his administration is the administration of peace. That's why he's called the Prince of Peace. Just like we saw, uh, even the book of Micah chapter 4 verse 3 explains it that in that time that the swords will be beaten to plowshares and spears will be beaten to pruning hooks and nobody will have this, this mind of war any longer. Praise God. In fact, in the book of Isaiah chapter 11 verse 6 to 9 was explaining that that wolves will dwell with lambs and leopards will lie down with kid goats, you know, and cows with young lions and, you know, and so on and so forth and little children will lead them you know the the the, the cow and the deer will feed together and that's what we're talking about peace there will be nothing like uh, uh praying or nothing like that when i mean praying i'm not talking about p-r-a-y i'm talking about p-r-e-y there will be peace because the prince of peace will be the administrator at that time so what is what is the blessings another blessing of the millennia is that the society will be free from crime the society will be free from crime we're talking about jeremiah chapter 31 verse 3 to 34 explains that better he said at that time that that everywhere will be calm like in those days that god will put his law in in the inward part of the heart of men in the sense that no one will even any longer teach his neighbor the right thing to do you know they will not tell no one will be telling his neighbor know the lord know the lord everyone will know the lord for themselves because the law will be put in their heart and then sin will no longer be remembered according to that verse and also we see in the book of Isaiah chapter 35 verse 38 he said and, and and highway shall be there and the way and it shall be called the way of holiness and the unclean shall not pass over it but it shall be for those the, the wayfaring men though fools shall not enter there so we're talking about that place it will be a place a way of holiness nothing of 
Noah Clinton will survive that place. It will be a society free of crime. It will be a time of obedience, holiness, and truth. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, uh, what are the blessings? Number five says there will be an abundant joy and great comfort. Abundant joy and great comfort. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 7 and 10. 7 says, For your shame on that day you will have double, and for your confusion you shall rejoice in that portion, you know. And verse 10 was saying that we will greatly rejoice in the Lord and our soul will be filled with joy in God. For he will clothe us with the garment of salvation and he will cover us with the robe of righteousness as a bridegroom decked himself with ornament and as a bride adorneth herself with jewel. There will be abundant joy and great comfort. I can't wait for that day. I don't know about you, but I can't wait for that day. So number six, one of the blessings of the millennia is that the knowledge of the Lord in the heart of men will spread as water cover the sea. Isaiah chapter 11 verse 9 says, There shall no hurt nor destruction in a, be in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as water cover the sea. There will be the knowledge of God. Nobody will even be struggling to understand God. No. Nobody will be struggling to know the ways of God. The way of the Lord will be, the knowledge of God will fill everywhere. You will know God as He is. Praise the name of the Lord. Number seven, what, are, what is the blessing of the millennia? When, we are with, when you are opportune, which I know you will by the grace of God, opportune to uh, to, to reign or to be at that time, what you will see is that all lands will flourish, shall flourish and blossom. There will be no more deserts. No more deserts. Isaiah chapter 35 verse 1 and 2 was saying that the wilderness and the solitary place shall be shall be glad for them and the desert shall rejoice and they shall blossom as the rose and it shall blossom abundantly. Not just blossom, but it will blossom abundantly and rejoice even with joy and singing. And the glory of Lebanon shall be given back to it, and the excellence of Camel and Sharon, they shall see the glory of the Lord and the excellency of our God. The lands shall flourish, and they shall blossom, and no more desert. All we are going to be seeing is a blossoming land, you know, that where things, the glory of the land will be, the greenness, you know, the plants, the trees, the fruits, come to think of it. Wow, that will be amazing. The millennial reign is surely the bomb. So, number seven, what are we going to see? What is the blessings? The blessings of the millennia. Everyone will enjoy divine health. There will no longer be sickness of any sort. Everyone will enjoy divine health. Isaiah chapter 33 verse 24 says, And the inhabitants shall not say, I am sick. The people that dwell therein shall be forgiven their iniquity. The inhabitants shall not say, I am sick. Everyone will enjoy divine health. Sickness will be destroyed already. Sickness will be tied, you know, with, with the devil, with the Satan himself, the deceiver. Now, number... number Number nine, uh, it says, 
the one of the, of the blessings it says it, there will be increased the lifespan people will live long people will live long in fact if it's the millennial which is 1000 imagine people will live up to 1000 years to be able to actually administer to become administrators to reign with christ in that period of time isaiah chapter 60 verse 25 said and there shall no more dense an infant of days nor an old man that had not fulfilled his days for the child shall die and hundred and a hundred years old but the sinner being and hundred years old shall be accursed so imagine in that place just the caption there is that a child in that time is considered a hundred years old that's a child is considered a hundred years old in the eyes of isaiah chapter 65 verse 20 but the great thing there is zechariah chapter 8 verse 4 also went ahead to say that there, that even if there will be old men and old women they will dwell in the street of jerusalem just like he explains and every man with his staff in his hand for very good old age praise god so people will live they will be increased lifespan people will live very long praise the name of the lord and number 10 of the blessing of the millennia there will be a noticeable change in the wildlife or animal kingdom which is the last blessing we are going to be looking at Remember, we said they are in, they are innumerable. They are numerous. We were just picking these ones to cast a shade on them, so that we'll have a glimpse and understanding of the blessings of the millennia. Why we shouldn't miss it? Because the last point says there will be a noticeable change in the wildlife or the animal kingdom, just like we saw in the book of Isaiah chapter 65, uh, 11 verse 6. You know, we saw there previously that the Bible said the wolf shall dwell with the lamb, the leopard will lie down with the kid goat, you know, and the calf with young lions and they are fattling together and a little child will lead them. No one will hurt anyone. Even when you look at Isaiah chapter 65 verse 25, it said that the wolf and the lamb shall feed together, the lion shall eat straw like the bullock, you know. Can you imagine that time when lions will be eating straws like the bullock, you know? There will be no destruction in the holy mountains, saith the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. It is my prayer that we will not miss to see this great opportunity, this great sight, and this great administration in the name of Jesus. So in summary, I need to let you know that the devil will be bound for 1,000 years and Christ will reign for 1,000 glorious years with his saints in the absence of Satan. Uh, that is an amazing thing to behold. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So in conclusion, the end of Satan's activity is very near. The beginning of Christ's millennial reign is very near too, more nearer than you can imagine. The question is, how ready are you for the coming of Christ? It is my prayer that you will, you will, that God will cause you, the Lord will cause you and I to think deep into our life, how we live our life right now, and and be able to ask ourselves this question: Are we really ready? for the coming of Christ. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for today's um, Sunday school. We give you glory and we give you honor. Father, it's our prayer, O oh Lord, that even as we are learning these, these topics, O oh God, these eschatological topics, that you will help us, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. We will not be found wanting 
on the last day in the name of Jesus. It's a prayer that you will count us worthy to reign with you a thousand years too in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to today's Sunday School. It is my prayer that the Lord will expound and bless His word in our hearts in Jesus' name. Until we come your way again, my name is Jude Jonathan for the Sunday School and for the Christomatic Podcast. God bless you.